Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Point Spread, our new betting live stream here at FantasyPoints.com. Hope this picks up some steam. Uh, we have a lot going on on, on FantasyPoints.com on Fridays. I know you guys just watched the DFS live stream. My name is Joe Dolan. His name is Tom Browley. Welcome to the live stream. Uh, this is kind of going to be Tom's video. Joe, I'm listening to you, Joe. I, I'm currently placing the bets that I just put on the website. So, so Tom I, I'm, I'm scrolling on my phone. I am paying attention. You can do all the introduction stuff, but I, I am present. I am just uh, okay. making sure I get all my bets in so the lines don't move too much if, uh, you know, we're uh, oh, with the thousands here. of people who are watching right now. <laughs> the dozens and dozens of Brawley and Dolan fans who are watching right now. No, guys, it's wonderful to be with y'all. Um, so let, let, let you got a beer. Yeah, it's Friday night. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, maybe I just went through all the lines. I, you know, this is like my first bit of like uh, serenity here. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying I mean, I this. Have so. been, I have been completely uh, inundated. I think we'll get better, but you came oh, on yeah. and you are never late for anything. And you <laughs> came on just a little bit. And you're like, oh, I am so sorry. I am scrambling. It's week one. You know, that shit oh, yeah. happens. Um, but so let, 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 let's lay, lay it out right here. I bet, but I bet offshore because I live in South Carolina and like crack cocaine is going to be legal here before sports betting is because our, our, our illustrious governor is like, well, it goes against everything we stand for. South Carolinians, go fuck yourself, buddy. Um, <laughs> I'm a South Carolinian and I, and I stand for sports betting. But uh, um, anyway, so I am also, Tom, I'm going to be laying things out to you. I'm probably betting offshore, but there's a lot. I went two for two last night, by the way. I got some I got some juice here. If you followed anybody like semi-related to the site last yeah. night, I think you did pretty well. I did. Uh, I had Antonio Brown and CD Lamb over, and I think both of them hit by halftime. Yeah, I had uh, CD Lamb and uh, Brady over two and a half. That was a nice, like, yeah. plus 145. But that one was well over at the halftime. You love anyway. those nice plus prices. Get those cash before halftime. <laughs> Let's start, Tom, with a game that might not have two and a half touchdowns scored total. Um, <laughs> we're going to start with the New York Jets and the Carolina Panthers, Sunday, 1 p.m. I'm I'm looking, and I'm going to be using DraftKings Sportsbook until they kick kick me off. I can't believe the state of South Carolina even lets me on a DraftKings website. Uh, <laughs> but, like, uh, uh, you know, like give them a part of your body or something like that, you know, like. Yeah. You got to donate something or <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I'm looking at DraftKings Sportsbook um, uh, before my computer blows up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, Carolina, I'm looking Tom minus four over under a 45 in the revenge game for Sam Darnold and Carolina laying the four at home. Um, I, I don't know about you, Tom. I'm not going to the window with Sam Darnold in week one, even against a bad Jets team. What's, what's your read here with that? Yeah, this is – I'm kind of kicking myself. Not that it's, like, a huge difference. You know, it was up at, like, five and a half, like, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. And I was going to put a bet in on it, and I was just kind of waiting around to see if it got to six by any chance. And that line has come crashing down here the last couple of days. It's, you know, sitting around three and a half, four four and a half, depending on where you're at. You know, so people were thinking huge... the same as me. I'm not going to the window laying points with Sam Darnold. And that, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, and, and you know, I do the the research for, uh, you know, our, our the, the stats and trends, and uh, he's never been favored by more than four points in a game. And he has, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but, you know, he has an awful record as a favorite. I think he's two and six, you know, been around for three years. Uh, has never been a favorite of more than four points. So 
you know, that line has come back down. So this will probably, I think it's going to settle at that four point range, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm more inclined to go with the jets here, go with the bit of the unknown. Maybe Robert Salah has, uh, you know, something up his sleeve here for, for Sam, you know, everybody in that building knows Sam Darnold too. They know his tendencies. They know where he wants to go with the ball. Um, so, you know, that that's where I'm kind of leaning on this game. How, how are you thinking about it? Uh, I'm well, the one thing I am, I am thinking if Tom, I'm going to be in any way interested in Darnold, I'm probably going to be interested in his receivers because here's one thing that, that Wes Huber kind of pointed out on the site. Yeah. One of the starting quarterback corner, excuse me, cornerback spots for the Jets on the depth chart has like the old college backslash where it's like they're not naming a starter and they have three rookie uh, corners who are going to line up. uh, If the Panthers align similarly to how they aligned last year, opposite DJ Moore. (laughs) So that that smells trouble. I mean, I was kind of looking at the over in this game. I, I could see some potential fire. I, I don't yeah, think I agree, actually. Defenses. I know I made the joke, but, like, th- th- there could be some, like, like Sunbelt-like offense in this game where, like, the teams are bad, but they're going to score on each other. Yeah, I, I see that, too. So, and that's a that's a line I think that's been going up as well. It's, um, you know, it's it was sitting down there below 45 for a long time, and now it's kind of sitting there now. So. Yeah. I'm looking at DJ Moore's got 59 and a half. Tom, that seems doable to me. Um, Robbie Anderson at 52 and a half. Um, yeah, I just had a tough time with all these guys, though. I, I kind of want to see how it shakes out I agree. a little bit. I, I, I was thinking about some of their props, but I, I just don't know who's going to be the go-to guy. You know, Terrace Marshall had a really good preseason as well. So, um, you know, I was looking at some of those numbers, but at the end of the day, I just – decide to stay away from their props to see you know and Darnold has never been like a prolific pass reader so um I, I just ended up staying away from those but the one I did like was uh Elijah Moore you know we uh you know obviously if anybody's paid attention to our staff at all we love this guy no Jamison Crowder uh I think Keelan yeah. Cole's also you know trending to, towards being a game time decision too so yeah, so um you know his it's his number is a little bit different it's a 41 and a half on caesars uh fandle has it at, one on DraftKings. right yeah DraftKings doesn't have one fandle has it at 46 and a half so you know shop around on that that's you know five yards can be a big difference there so uh, i do like that one though i think he's going to be pretty active here and uh you know yeah he, he did but nobody got to see him in the preseason but i think uh, pretty good things are coming for him uh, Pittsburgh travels to Buffalo. Buffalo laying six in the hook at home, Tom's. Bills, I mean, when's the last time Ben Roethlisberger was a touchdown underdog? Uh, I, I'm not well, really... Been, this time last year, I can't remember what the spread was in that game. I, I might have it in my actual odds and trends, but they were... I don't think it was quite that big because that, that was kind of in the middle of the, the Pittsburgh downturn in the middle of last year, at the end of last year. I think they might have been 14 games. Yeah, yeah, I think they might have been two or three point underdogs in that um, game. Uh, six and a half, uh, 48 and a half the total here, Tom. Um, these two teams played last year, as you had mentioned. And, you know, Buffalo really, uh, I'm going to borrow a John Hansen line here. They stymied Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, I mean, Chase Claypool didn't have it. I think Deontay Johnson had like, what? Uh, that was a that was a Sunday night game, if you remember that, Joe. They, Deontay got off to a miserable start. He dropped like, two or three of his first couple passes. Trey White was 
like he was in his head. Um, it, it was a miserable game, and Stefan Diggs uh, owned Joe Hayden. <laughs> he he absolutely torched him all game in that one. So you know it was a twenty six fifteen game, if I remember correctly. The Steelers obviously will have T.J. Watt after. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you saw the dramatic report, Tom, that he uh, stormed into the office and was like, "I'm getting this deal done," and he ignored his agents and you know the like the, the yeah. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he did get the biggest contract in NFL history for defense, yeah. you know. So, like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, sure his agent did a pretty good work I'm on playing that for free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but, but he, they're going to have him. The Bills will not have Star Latulale. They're uh, their big nose tackle. He's going to be out with a calf injury. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is questionable. Um, any lean here, Tom, on on the uh, the the point spread at the six and a half? I believe this was at seven at one point. Yeah, I, I, it hasn't been at seven. I don't think this week because I was kind of interested in that. But six and a half, I, I, you know, I think it's a pretty fair line. I, you know, I have them. You know, I do the power ratings there. Um, I, I yeah, I have the Bills basically right in that six to seven point range is favorite. So I think this is a pretty good line. I, you know, if it gets to seven, I would consider the Steelers. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm staying away from this, this spread here. Uh, the one prop I was looking at, I know he's on the injury report, but I don't know if I'm too concerned with it. Emmanuel Sanders, um, he's sitting at uh, 30 and a half yards at DraftKings uh, minus 120. Uh, that's a I mean, he could go over that. That's a, that's a one catcher. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have a huge role here. Um, I don't know, Joe. You, you've been following the news a lot closer than I have. It doesn't seem like they were too concerned about him missing this game, are they? Oh, I mean, it, he's questionable. I think it, this might just be a veteran question. That's, what I, that, that's kind of what I was – that was my interpretation of his, yeah. you know, his kind of status on the injury report. Tom, i got to be honest here. Like, I'm just looking at some of these props just – let me let me understand what I'm seeing here, and yeah, I'm yeah. guessing it's because it, the 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 total is high. The Steelers are such heavy underdogs. Najee Harris, 59 and a half rushing yards on DraftKings, and Buffalo will be down Star Latulale, and it's a team that gave up the 12th most fantasy points to running backs last year. Buffalo is way more interested in stopping the pass than stopping the run. Yeah, I mean that's just kind of the way they're built. They they did beef up their defensive line here a little bit. Uh, in the draft, they used a couple of early picks on defensive linemen, and uh, they have made more of a commitment to stop and run. But um, you know, I, the problem is, still need to see that Steelers defense. This is why I couldn't get to it. The Steelers, I want to see Steelers offensive line. Uh, they did show some promising trends in the uh, in the preseason. I thought they played better than expected. It, but you know, it looks like Dan Moore is going to start at left tackle, a guy that Cosell liked, but he's still a fourth round pick. Um, you and know, they have a, a set the center up. Who Kendrick Green is the rookie yes, as well. Kendrick Green as well. So it's a really young group. I kind of want to see how they perform first. And you know, the, the script. You know, we could see Josh Allen get out to a fourteen nothing lead by the end of the first quarter, and you know, any kind of a running game is uh, thrown out the window. So yeah, that, that's yeah. another reason. I, From yeah, a fantasy I perspective, I think Najee can do some damage with checkdowns, but. You know, we're not yeah, talking fans. I did look at that number a little bit. It was sitting at three and a half as receptions. I um, think his receiving yards was at 21 and a half. That's not, uh, that's doable, but um, I, I, I I could understand wanting to take a look at him and see, uh, and, and, and see what, what happens first. Yeah. 
Okay. Let's go now, Tom. We're going to uh, Detroit here. Uh, All right. Let's make this a quick one. Yeah. San Francisco <laughs> laying eight on the road, eight on the road, uh, over under 46. Tom, uh, we, our, our boy TC, um, if I'm betting, I'm laying. And I don't yeah. think I'm laying. I, yeah. I, I mean, there's no way I'm taking the eight with Detroit with, with this team. Yeah, I, I gave out Detroit for the staff picks. You know, that's that's more of, you know, we're, we do those. You have to pick every game. Though. Yeah, I pick every game. And, you know, people do these for, for uh, you know, office polls and stuff yeah. like that. You want to be contrarian and stuff. And, I, you know, this is going to be one of those that are 75 to 80% of people in your poll taking the 49ers. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, was, I put the stat in the stats and trends. And, you know, Shanahan's been freaking miserable as a, a big favorite one oh, seven and one seven and one i think is a seven point favorite or more so um got jimmy garoppolo coming back you know off of you know barely played you know mm. just a lot of moving parts there for san francisco but you know I, it's not like i think detroit's gonna be good and taylor decker's out you know it's not there's just, nothing good going on on the, the detroit I side was as well just thinking about that like could, could could there be an eye to the under here yeah um, I, because I mean, Jared Goff could be under siege, man. Yeah, I, I could see them, you know, I, the, the, them pounding the ball as well. Um, you know, the, the one prop I did give out was uh, Brandon Ayuk. He's under 50 yards. I thought that was a pretty generous number. Both him and Debo were sitting around 47 half, 47 and a half, 48 and a half. I went with Ayuk. Uh, you know, just because he has the the higher A dot passes. The you know he's going to get more downfield chances. I thought those numbers were both pretty intriguing i, I went with Ayuk though for yeah for yeah players. i think that's fair too um um raheem mostert 69 and a half rushing yards kind of high but, but so yeah the, the lions were freaking terrible uh against the run last year and you know if they get out to a you know two score lead in the second half i could see them trying to salt it away with both him but I kind of want to see how that shakes out in that backfield first. Just to throw it out there, if you drafted Raheem Mostert, this is why you drafted him. Like, I was taking Mostert questions in Discord just for a quick fantasy aside. I mean, if you're not starting Mostert this week, when are you starting him? He's healthier than he's ever going to be, and they're eight-point favorites against a terrible run defense. Like, I mean, that's kind of the way. I'm sure he's going to be pretty uh, popular in DFS this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, and, you know, that's uh, – DFS players are sharp in general. Like, they they understand these things. Oh, boy, Tom, here we go. They they see everything adding up here, so. Oh. <laughs> Jacksonville at Houston. All right, let's keep Jacksonville laying three in the hook on the road over under a 46. I have no fucking clue what to do with this game. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a complete stay-away game. Um, you know, I, I don't think Vegas knows what the hell to do with it. This game was sitting at, uh, you know, kind of like one all summer. I think that was kind of like some Deshaun Watson insurance, but, uh, now that we know Watson's not coming and this line really hasn't ticked up that far, you know, it's just at that three, three and a half. I think if, you know, Jacksonville had shown a little better in the preseason and, uh, people had a little bit more confidence confidence in urban Meyer, but. I don't like anything I saw from that team, you know, in August, I, there was, there was just wasn't a lot of momentum built, you know, of course, Travis Etienne gets hurt in the second preseason game. So this is, this is the definition of a stay away game for me. I, I gave out the Texans and it's kind of like the D- Detroit thing, you know, office poll, 
go with the more contrarian pick. Um, you know, I, if the Texans are going to win a game, it's, it's probably going to be this week. Like, I mean, Tom, is there even any props that you're interested in here? Uh, the one I did, I gave out Tyrod Taylor over 16 and a half rushing yards. I thought that number, you know, was pretty low. That's, that's low. Obviously, we haven't seen a lot of him. He only had seven rushing yards on six. He had six attempts in the game, his lone start last year before he got his lung punctured by his team doctor, uh, you know, with the Chargers. But, uh, you know, I went back and looked through his game logs. Uh, you know, he's, he's well over 17. You know, and again, He's in that 20 to 30, but yeah, this is, you know, he hasn't started in a little That's bit. That's so. one he could hit if they get backed up to third and 24 and he just takes off and picks up 18 yards. Yeah. And you know, I think it's going to, you know, I think they're going to be more run centric, obviously, but if they do fall behind and they have to play a little bit of catch up, so they've got to do something. And they could, I mean, they, they, you know, it's not like they're, he's like an asset or something like that. They could do some design runs with, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they do some different things with them. So how about um, how bad Houston is, by the way, that you put out that unbelievable stat that Trevor Lawrence is the first rookie quarterback favored on the road in week one since Russell Wilson in 2012. Yeah, I mean. And I this saw, won one game last year. I saw another stat about, uh, the, you know, the, it's the first time a team that's gone one in 15 from the one or 15 and worse that's been favored in their first game the next oh, season you know so that just tells you how terrible the texans are uh, seattle at indianapolis seattle laying two in the hook on the road uh over under a 49 tom uh the, not a lot of faith in these defenses um two and a half for seattle uh, on the road seattle had some uh bizarre vibes this offseason but dwayne brown they did get a deal done with him Carson Wentz will play. What Carson Wentz are we going to see? Um, my first inkling here, Tom, now I think you might be staying away. My first inkling is to lay the two and a half of Seattle. I did. I actually, I bet this game, I, did, I didn't give it out as a pick on the site. Mm -hmm. uh, it was more of uh, my own little, uh, uh, you know, my, my own accounts there. But, yeah. uh, you know, whatever came out in the summer where they're both getting surgery, Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz and I got it like minus 120. Uh, mm -hmm. The Seahawks back when uh, you know it was a much tighter line, but oh, you got the uh, the money line. Yeah, I, I bet the money line, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm still on the Seahawks side here. I I uh, you know don't have a you know last time we saw Carson Wentz, he was a goddamn mess in Philadelphia. Yeah. So he hasn't uh, practiced this summer. And he hasn't like, practiced, and he's got you know coming off a foot injury. Uh, you know he's going to be down. Uh, Joe, is Quentin Nelson playing in this game? Is he? Uh, it look. I think Nelson is going to go. Okay, um, but, but Eric Fisher's Fisher, Eric yeah. Fisher's not. Ty Hilton is not. Ty Hilton's on IR. I'll do a full injury sweep, Tom, just to make it all uh, make sure uh, we got. Let's let's see if I can get the Colts injury report. Here. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's been a mess. You know, they haven't had a whole lot of practices together here. Um, you know, Nelson is questionable. Yeah. But here's the deal, Tom, and this is why I was optimistic. This is, seems this is clearly a plan. Um, Wednesday did not practice. Thursday limited. Today he was full. He's going to play. Yeah, yeah. We, we know, follow like, these reports enough. That's usually a trend. You know, mm -hmm. these guys when they trend upward, that you, you want to get the full practice in on on Fridays. But now, again, the I think the books have this baked in a little bit. DK Metcalf over seventy four and a half receiving yards. 
I'm still inclined to take that, Tom, because Xavier Rhodes is out of this game. Um, he's not going to yeah. play. I think I think DK Metcalf, from a fantasy perspective, he's I think he's in the mix for the number one overall receiver this week. Yeah, it's just uh, it's very high. It's a high line. I know that. I, you know, I was actually surprised at the the total on this game. I, it, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of been sitting right around fifty points. I, I just don't I don't see it. From I mean, if Wentz, if Wentz anywhere resembles. The guy from last year. This game. This game's not getting to forty nine. Yeah, that's. I. I did think long and hard. Hard about that. Uh, the under for that game, but I. I didn't get there. But yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, you know, Lockett. I mean, not Lockett. Uh, Metcalf is the one that's uh, certainly benefits the most. Xavier Rhodes usually matches up with those bigger guys. And um, yeah, I, I'm with you there. He. He's looking a little nicer. Yeah, I'm looking at the pro. The uh, total now. It's. Yeah, it's mostly 49, 48 and a half. So it has started to tick down here a little bit. I'm surprised it uh, took this long, but it's still, you know, it's still a lot of spots above 49, which is a pretty key number, you know, in terms of totals there. Uh, Arizona travels to Tennessee, Tom. And now I'm seeing at DraftKings, Tennessee minus three, but plus 100. So even odds on the minus three. Over under a 53 and a half. I believe this is second on the card behind just Cleveland and KC. So people expecting a lot of fireworks. I can't disagree with it. Arizona's cornerback situation is the worst in the NFL. They're going to be counting on Robert Alford, who hasn't played a snap in two years to be one of their outside starting cornerbacks. I mean, obviously, look, high total games are always in vogue for DFS, but I mean, I don't know how you take an under on an AJ Brown or a Julio Jones in this game. I like, I mean, take those yeah, unders this, if you, if, if I know overs are often sucker bets, but take those unders at your own, uh, at your own discretion. Oh, I'm like I, Arizona's corner situation is, is atrocious. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like Tennessee's is that much better. You know, they, they drafted Caleb Farley and I don't even think he's going to start for them. Uh, you know, it's, they did go out uh, when they get Janoris Jenkins this off season. Jackrabbit. Uh, yeah. But you know, they lost to Dory Jackson and you know, it's still a pretty ugly situation. This, this game definitely has the chance to take off kind of like the game we saw last night where, uh, you know, just a little bit of a track meet there going back and forth, but uh, yeah, this this total did sit at 50, 51 and a half earlier this week. I'm kind of kicking myself. It was one of the lines I was looking at and didn't get there. And now it's up to 53 and a half, 54. It's probably, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it passes the Chiefs-Browns uh, game as the highest total game of the week because that Chiefs-Browns uh, Chiefs game is starting to tick down a little bit. So it, it might just pass it here uh, by the time Sunday rolls around. But I did give out the uh the titans minus two and a half on the site i'm a little sorry now you know it was it did get down to two and a half for a little bit this afternoon so i, I included it in my article but uh, you know just something to watch the rest yeah, of the week I, on that yeah I, I don't don't take the three right now i you know i'm looking at a lot of the the odds board here uh the money's shaded towards the cardinals here so you know some two and a halves might start to pop back up yeah i think this could be a really interesting game tom i think it's going to be a fun one to watch um any props you are interested in in this game you know right like Tannehill. i'm now now tom i I don't think you've bet a prop in this game Tannehill at 254 and a half in a game with a projected total of 53 and a half i mean I wouldn't be stunned if both Julio and AJ Brown went over 100 yards in this game. 
That's the, those were the numbers I was looking at. Um, AJ Brown was at 68 and a half yeah, receiving yards. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just, with, you didn't get with to the polio and I'm just, you know, that's when you're getting up into the high 60s, 70s, you know, that's, that's a pretty big number. So um, I ended up staying away. And, you know, they always have the one thing that's always hanging over the Titans. They always have that possibility of, you know, jumping out to a lead and then riding the big dog there. So I, I stayed away from it, but you know I'm already invested on the 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 the, the total, the, not the total, the uh, spread with the Titans. But yeah, I mean, uh, I would look at AJ Brown. I liked his number at 68 and a half. Couldn't quite get there. Uh, they call you Tom. They call you Tommy Line Mover. <laughs> Washington hosting the Chargers. Tom, you gave this out in May. You said the wrong team was favored when the Chargers were favored by a point and a half. Now it's the team favored by a point and a half. This swung the other direction. Uh, 45, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, no, no surprise here. We, we've been we I said it since March. I mean, I I I mean I, I'm kind of surprised it actually took this long because the the team was getting a lot of uh, a lot of love in the markets this this summer in terms of uh winning the NFC East and uh, their win total was going up. So I guess the Chargers were pretty popular too. You know, popular team. It's actually this might be the one o'clock game I'm kind of looking forward to forward to the most. Uh, uh, there's some good ones, obviously. My Steelers. I'm going to be you know very, <laughs> very intrigued on oh, that. Oh, that's one. a but battle in the house. That is a bat in the house. I uh, we got the Dolan the Dolan callers for Seymour. The Bills and the Steelers callers. We'll see who gets the who gets the caller. But uh, this game is you know they're two teams that are pointing up here with the chargers and the football team and uh, both very popular teams in the market, but yeah, it has started to flip to the, to the team here with the, uh, the money coming in here this week. And there's the Austin Eckler news, Tom, he is questionable in this game. And I'm, I'm not sure how much Austin Eckler moves a line, but I would imagine money is going to continue to come in on the team here, as you mentioned. Yeah, I gave out his prop. It was sitting at 24 and a half. Uh, you know, I saw Brandon Staley did say, you know, that they're optimistic about him playing. And, um, you know, he was out on uh, Twitter, you know, tweeting out that he, how much he, he was excited for someday. It. And so, you know, I, I'm reading the tea leaves here. Maybe they're just being cautious with them. Um, you know, the number was 24 and a half. Uh, I would get on that now. You know, if you're, you know, if you're willing to take on a little bit of, of risk here because you know if it comes out Saturday night. Adam Scepter says he's good to go. That number is going to move by eight to ten yards. It, it will be in the low thirties uh, to mid thirties. So if you're you know if you're willing to take on a little bit of risk, let, let, that, me, let me just do something here. When's the last time a, a fully healthy and he's not fully healthy? I understand that Austin Eckler had less than. Well, I guess he did it twice down the stretch last year. But look, I mean, look at this. Even when he came back from injury last year, Tom, 85, 32, 67, 19, 23, 33. Yeah. I mean, mean, he goes over that number. Yeah. You know, this is a new year too. No Hunter Henry. Uh, You know, the the, the passing tree has been thinned out a bit here. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm rolling the dice here a little bit that he'll be uh, ready to go. But, uh, you know, everything I'm reading it feels pretty optimistic about him playing so i'll take that little bit of a chance and i'll, I'll put some money on his over at 24 and a half at a very do you, do you still like the team at minus one and a half yeah i mean anything anything under three i mean yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, I put that in the article that it's the wrong team favorite, but you know, any move like over, over pickup, you know, it's not a whole lot of difference, you know, it's still who's going to win out, right. You know, three is the real key number. So yeah, I, I would, you know, maybe if you, uh, you know, you, you know, you still want to get on there, you know, the money line's not too much. Minus, you know, minus 130. Yeah, minus 130. Maybe that's just the way to go in case you're you're worried. You don't want to have that angst uh, if, if they end up covering by one and you're like, God damn it, I didn't get the best of the number. So just, you know, you can take the money line if you yeah, I actually, avoid that situation. Maybe it's a sucker thing to do, but when, I, when a team I like is favored by like two or less, I'm often just going to I'll, 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 I'll do the wussy thing. Uh, like taking insurance and blackjack and I'll just, yes. yeah, no, I'll do that on occasion, especially if it's, you know, if it's a, like a road team, the money line might be a little bit shorter too, you know, they're a home team in this situation, but yeah, uh, I'm with you. I, I'll do that on occasion. If the number looks right. Uh, let's look at Minnesota against Cincinnati, Minnesota on the road is giving three uh, to the Bengals over under a 47 um, the, the question here is obvious. What does Joe Burrow look like? And and if Joe Burrow isn't back to hundred percent, you know, Cincinnati could be in trouble here, Tom, uh, getting the three against Minnesota at home. Yeah, this is the line I was looking at too. Uh, I still might bet it here, but um, I've been looking at the Minnesota side, although, you know, it, it hasn't been great plays coming out. If I felt better about uh, where the Vikings were coming into the season, I, you know, I think this line would have stayed at three and a half and maybe even climbed to four, but, um, you know, Vikings, you know, they've had that a pretty wonky preseason, uh, you know, with Darisol and uh, of course the whole Kirk Cousins drama. And so, um, yeah, these are two teams. I'm not quite sure what, what to see here. I'm probably, I'm probably going to end up staying away from this, but if this line would move to two and a half, uh, I could see myself getting in on the Vikings here. Yeah, and uh, that that's the key for me, just on the road. And, you know, Cincinnati does have firepower. It's just a matter of does it click. And um, if you're wondering what the books are thinking right now, they have Jamar Chase, by the way, lined at 48 and a half. There is no way I'm touching a Jamar Chase prop right now. Um, but, I mean, just to, just to show you, it seems like, you know, they have them around 50 yards for a rookie receiver they're not overly concerned, even though they have them lined behind both Higgins and Boyd. Any props you were interested in here, Tom? Uh, I'm looking at Boyd. Uh, four and a half receptions. It's a minus 120, but, you know, he was basically averaging seven catches a game with Joe Burrow last year before the injury. You know, and we, we you touched on Chase's uh, issues with the drops and everything. And I, I feel like Boyd is safe option here, you know, not the best yeah. matchup too with Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah, not not a good matchup by no, the way. No, no, but secondary. I, but. You know, I could see Burrow, you know, being maybe a little bit more conservative than what we'll see later in the season too. I, I could see, you know, him being more of a you know a check down type of guy. You know, play it safe and get some confidence early, and you know, just pepper uh, Tyler Boyd in the middle field. You know, yeah, it's been like a spot that, that he's like really that. liked. Um, you know, gonna, at LSU, so. Four and a half. I thought that was a, you know, it's minus 120 shop around. I think that's the best of the number of DraftKings, but maybe, uh, maybe you can find a little bit better price there. Here's an interesting one, Tom. Philadelphia's traveling to Atlanta. Philly getting three in the hook on the road over under 48 and a half. Um, Tom, I have not looked at your best bets. Um, I don't, uh, this feels too high. Three and a half is too high to me. I'm with you. It's in my best bets, Joe. 
All right. I know you're an Eagles fan, but but it, it just uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like that's too high. I mean, I, I mean, objectively, I think the Eagles roster is better than the Falcons. I mean, it's I think they're favored. You know, obviously, Matt Ryan deserves uh, you know what he gets as a, yeah. This a isn't guy. a wrong team favored type, yeah. but like I I just think like I think the Eagles have a good shot to knock them off outright. Yeah, I I wouldn't be you know if you're I I laid the uh, I took the three and a half. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be afraid to, to put a little, you know, if you put a quarter of your bet, uh, on the money line as well. So, um, I, I think the Eagles have probably the better roster heading into the season. Uh, injuries have really been an issue for the Eagles, uh, the last couple of years, but I, I think they're, you know, th- this is setting up well, it's, it's all going to come down to the quarterback. We'll see how, how Jalen hurts looks, uh, with a full off season to, to run, uh, Sirianni's offense here, but, uh, you know, it, it is a bit of unknowns. I, I get it. You know, you know Sirianni's uh, coming in here. We got they do know each next. other, though, Tom. Yes. Because they coached in the NFC South uh, against each other. Oh, now, they okay. were both yeah, on the yeah. offensive side of the ball. But, I mean, but Dean Pease does know Sirianni. So, like, keep that keep that in mind. And Jonathan Gannon knows Arthur Smith. So, I mean, there there is going to be kind of like that that knowledge there, even if it doesn't really show up out there. Yeah. I liked uh, a couple of the props too. I <laughs> Jalen Hurts, 45 and a half rushing yards. I think he's going to be, uh, you know, we, we pumped him up on the site here. We think he's going to use his legs quite a bit this year. And you know, I, I, I was uh, listening in to Greg and John and uh, you know, Adam yesterday. And that was like one of the first things out of Greg's mouth is, you know, you know, Jalen's, you know, he's probably going to run a lot in this, you know, he's going to have a lot of opportunities to run this game. So I filed that away and, I think we oh. have him projected for about 60 or 65 yards. To, to borrow from Greg Cosell, Dean Pease does a lot of shit. <laughs> and, you know, what does Jalen Hurts have? If he doesn't see, if he doesn't like what he's seeing, then I'm sure Sirianni's just telling him just run, man. Like, <laughs> like tuck it and run, baby. Yeah. Um, uh, I like Devonta Smith's number too. I, I, yeah. I don't think we're going to see this much longer. This 44 season. and a half. Whoa. Uh, and, oh, 44 three and, and a half catches. and his receptions at three and a half catches. Yeah. So uh, both numbers. He, he might catch two passes on the first drive and the Eagles yeah, fans are going to beat off on, on Twitter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Tom, one thing, uh, just, just keep this in mind. Did you see what like Arthur Smith uh, said this week? He's like, uh, they're, they're right. Uh, left guard Jalen Mayfield. He's the rookie out of, um, out of Michigan. He's going to start at left guard. He said, in relation to Jalen Mayfield's matchup with Fletcher Cox, he says, everybody gets baptized at some point. So he basically comes out the field <laughs> and says, my rookie left guard is going to get his ass kicked on national television. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is uh, definitely a little bit of a mismatch there. Yeah. Fletcher yeah. Cox is one of the best in the league. And yeah. So, I mean, I I appreciate the candor, but uh, uh, Jalen Mayfield, yeah, apparently they think you're going to get baptized. And, you know, Matt Ryan's not getting more mobile as the years go on. And, uh, you know, I heard Cosell also talking about, like, this Eagle defensive line is really good. So, if there's going to be an area where the Eagles are going to be able to make up that three and a half, Tom, that's the area where I see that happen. Yeah, I'm... I wouldn't expect them to have much success running the ball anyway with Mike Davis. You know, that was never, that was not a strength of the Falcons team last year, but obviously Arthur Smith uh, had some success with Derrick Henry in that, that Titans run game. So we'll see if, uh, you know, he can bring some changes and, uh, you know, improve that running game, but this is a tough first matchup for them. 
I have no idea what to do with the Patriots laying three and a half at home over under 43 and a half against Miami. I have no clue how to bet that game on the side. I, I, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I'm leaning towards the Patriots side. I, I just have, I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of confidence in uh, Mac Jones here. The money is actually kind of rolling in on the Patriots. It's up to three and a half in a lot of spots. I see a um, yeah, three at FanDuel, but. Yeah, three at FanDuel, but the, uh, you know, DraftKings has three and a half, bet MGM at three and a half. You know, the money's towards the Dolphins, but it looks like they're they're taking some, they're just, uh, the markets are taking a little taste here at three and a half, see what's out there. But um, yeah, that, that's the, the Patriots side. I, I was looking at it at three, but I, I, uh, I'm on this side, I'm on this total for this game at 44 and a half. It, it's, it's ticked down here. It's uh, I believe 43, 43 and a half now, just you know, the, the two, two really good defenses, two very young quarterbacks. I could see this being a, a bit of a defensive slug fest. Um, so let, let's talk about in general, Tom, like what might happen. Like, I, I just feel like the narrative that people, you know, I got to give Scott Barrett credit. He was kind of like the first, like, I mean, he came out after the draft last year and said something preposterous. He's like, he watched those press conferences and he's like, yeah, they don't like to. And I was like, okay, Scott. Yeah, sure. And then like, there hasn't been any real indication since that the Dolphins like Tua. What happens if he lays an egg in this game? What are the markets going to think about the Dolphins? I, I don't know. That, that That's a tough one because the, the roster is still pretty loaded here. I, I don't think the markets are going to be too shocked if he lays. You know, this is a good Patriots defense. Um, but, yeah, I mean – what like what are Dolphins fans gonna think about if Tua lays an egg here? Obviously. Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be begging for Deshaun Watson because winning yes. trumps everything. Um, Tom, one number I like here. I don't know if you like it as well. I like Jacoby Myers over the 49 and a half receiving yards. Oh, and I really like him over. I know it's minus 145, but I really yeah. like him over three and a half receptions. That's the one I went after. Uh, it was minus 130 uh, at Caesars. That's the one I gave out for the best bets, but. Um, I mean, I, you know, we've been, uh, all over Jacoby Myers all and summer long here. That out, those outside matchups are tough and Nelson Aguilar's right. dinged up. Um, I, I think Mac Jones is going to target the middle of the field quite a bit. Exactly. You know, it's a rookie quarterback. You know, he's going to want to play a little bit more safe. So you have Jacoby Myers in the middle of the field here. Uh, you know, if you couldn't tell from my best bets here, I, I went after Myers and Boyd here, both like slot options here. Uh, you know, we got one quarterback coming back from a major knee injury, uh, one quarterback making his first career start. I think they're both going to be pretty active in the middle of the field. So I really I like that one. Johnny Smith over two and a half is interesting. Again, this is minus 145. Yeah. But we had, uh, I know, I know nobody really knows what to do with those Patriots tight ends. You know, John did have a, a, a reporter on his show. He's like, he could lead this team in targets and, you know, two and a half, that's not a, that's not a high number to have to, to, to high threshold to have to, to cross. Yeah. I, I did look at that one too, but yeah, I, I'm going to, I took more of the conservative route here. I think Jacob, I, I'm like very certain Jacoby Myers is going to be very active. Uh, there's at least a little bit of, I'm a little bit hesitant with John. I think he's going to be strong this year, but uh, you know, I kind of want to see it first. You know, okay. we got kind of surprised last night with, you know, Rob Gronkowski last night, the usage of the, the Buccaneers tight ends a little bit. So I, I kind of want to see how it plays out with the Patriots tight ends. But I do think, John, you know, we've been pumping him up on the site. So we do think he's going to win that job. But 
you know, when the receiving aspect of that jumps. But we'll, I, I kind of want to see how that plays out first. The Chiefs are laying five and a half at home to Cleveland with the, again, as we mentioned, to get the highest total of the week at 54 and a half. Um, yeah, I've, I don't know what side to take here, Tom. If I, if I had to bet, I think with it being under a touchdown, I'd probably lay with Kansas city. Um, but, uh, this is an interesting one to me with that five and a half, which is always an awkward number to see. Yeah. This is a lot of steam on the, on, on the brownies here this, uh, this week, it was kind of sitting at six and a half, uh, and six for you know most of the week and last couple of days it's it's ticked down below six points here so uh i think i'm kind of with you here i i gave out in the poll in the office poll for the for the site i think it was six or six and a half um you know now that we've ticked under the you know it's not a key number but it's a it's a bit of a key number it's six so um i'm looking more uh, it's tough. I, I, I'm not really going to get involved in this game to be completely yeah, honest. If, like, if I, if you had to get me to, I would lay it with Kansas city, but yeah. But, but I, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, this game kind of lends itself to like a parlay. If you're looking to bet this game, you know, if you want to bet the Brown side, uh, you know, maybe I'd correlate that with the under. And if you're, you know, you're betting the, the chief side, uh, I'd bet that, you know, more as a, a shootout type that they win, you know, over, you know, 53 and a half and, you know, the minus 50 minus five and a half. I think they're, I think the, the sides and the totals are kind of a bit correlated here this week. And uh, the, the books have no clue what to do with this Browns receiving group, Tom. No. Um, they got Jarvis Landry at 56 and a half Odell at 50 and a half Odell's questionable. Everything seems to indicate he's going to play, but just keep that in mind. Um, Kareem Hunt at 16 and a half. And you might look at that and say, you know what? That's a low receiving number. But here's the problem. They stymied him in the playoffs. They held him to just two receiving yards during the playoffs. Yeah. And they kind of got they kind of got Chubb uh, more involved at the end of last season, too. It, like I, I was looking back to the last six, eight games of last season, and Chubb actually had more receiving yards and more receptions than than Kareem Hunt. So um not looking to bet overs on him just yet this season this is a tough i mean like if you're looking at chubb stuff like oh you know me tom i love looking at chubb stuff you're looking at chubb stuff (laughs) all that um you've been looking at them game hubs you know (laughs) Uh, but this honestly this was a very difficult game for me this is one of those i'm probably gonna sit and watch it and take it in um didn't, didn't have a whole lot of takes on this one um, if you want one that I think it like maybe a, a, a prop that has a little bit less chance of, uh, of hitting plus one twenty five Austin Hooper over three and a half receptions got a weird feeling about that one. They've been talking them up all off season. Um, uh, uh, Tyron Matthews on the COVID list. I believe he's still on it. If he doesn't play. That might be a decent matchup there for Hooper. I can see that. Yeah. I, I will see how it plays out, but um you know, uh, my concern is Harrison Bryant and, and Joku are still a little bit there. So uh, probably, I, I probably won't get to that, but uh, you said it's a pro- plus price for that? A yeah, plus price. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got that plus price on it. So that's, yeah, that's a little more intriguing. Yep. Uh, okay. So let's move on here. Kansas City obviously laying the five and a half. Uh, we got the Packers laying three and a half. Both teams on the highway. This game's yes. in Jacksonville. Uh, over under of 49 and a half. 
Tom, we just got word the Saints put both cornerback Ken Crawley and wide receiver Traquan Smith on IR. Oh, geez, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if New Orleans has trouble scoring points in this game. Yeah, I gave them out uh, in the office poll, I think getting four points in that and get a little bit worried about it. But um, the Traquan Smith uh, being out, I, I did give out Marquez Callaway over 47 and a half receiving yards. Um, he is now sitting still at 47 and a half. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good number. Yeah, that's a good um, number. So um, if you're looking at receptions, it's three and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, they got garbage right now. It's, it's really ugly. I mean, um, you know, maybe Jawan Johnson is kind of like a reach play now. Like, you know, you take out Traquan Smith. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty barren there. So uh, this could be a low scoring game. It's the, the total has been ticking down this week, but uh, I don't like, I don't like a whole lot of uh, what I'm seeing with this Saints yeah. offense right now. It's going to be a whole lot of Alvin Kamara and Marquez Callaway. And by the way, Cosell was talking about, and I put this in the game hub uh, about it, like the Saints defensive tackles. Look at the names of some of these guys. Check out some of the props for this game in terms of rushing. Well, and I was, that, that might also correlate with the under. Like if, if, if New Orleans can't move the ball, could Green Bay be like, let's win this game 27-10 and get the hell out of Dodge? Like, you know, um, I was the, looking at Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is passing his attempts. Was that 38 and a half or 37 and a half? Uh, I almost hit the under on that. Uh, but I instead went with our guy, with John's guy, AJ Dillon. I mean, John's been pumping him up all summer long here. I mean, this is a prime spot. And it's one of those where it's kind of weird. Cause you look at the saints numbers from last year and it says they're one of the best Run defenses in the league. They were right there with the Buccaneers all last year. But if you look at how the roster turned over this, this offseason, I mean, they got they got nothing on their defensive. And even uh, – I, I I'm going to butcher his last name. David Onyemata uh, yeah. is suspended for the first four or six games of the season. I mean, they got they got nothing on the defensive line. They're, they're, these are their top four defensive tackles. Christian Ringo – Oh, Malcolm Roach. I wonder if his first name is Cock. <laughs> Montravius Adams and the legendary Shy Tuttle. Wow. I that's the f- top four defensive tackles. Tom, that's why I'm saying, like, this could be a game like 24 to 10 or something where it was never even as close as that score, but they just like eat up four or five yards at a time, like in the second half. And I mean, they have the, the Saints have zero firepower on offense that not named Alvin Kamara, unless like you know you buy into Callaway and Jawan Johnson, and we like those guys. But I mean, in Week One, in a bad spot where you, you were supposed to play at home, I yeah, I'll tell you what, you're, you're talking me into an under here. I'm, if, uh, if I'm betting the side here, ain't no way I'm taking the points. I'm if I'm playing, I'm laying. Um, and I I like the under here, Tom. Yeah, it's still sitting at 49 and a half. I might have to jump on that. Maybe I'll add that to the uh, the best yeah. bets here. I, I need to take some Oh, time look at this. It. Dolan contributes. I, I might have to. I, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I was I, I was looking at the Rodgers attempts under very hard when I was going through the props, but I 
to make that bet, I went with AJ Dillon over. You know, I thought it was a no, low number over twenty-seven and a half. Oh, it's, I, I look. I'm looking at twenty-six and a half right now. Well, there you go. Well, I, I, I bet that. I like I that mean, that's, too, that's, I, I just got a little bit worried in case. Uh, you know, it. You know, let's, it does get into a back and forth let's see game. What but. Reject books are showing for me. Uh, for for this, because I I started to talk myself into into this card as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I wonder if there's still some like saints reputation with that, you know, like, just like, Oh, it's the saints. And then, but Drew Brees, well, is I think it's, I think it, you know, yeah, I, I, I totally <laughs> agree with you, but you, <laughs> we, we know how much change they've undergone here this off season. Uh, you know, but no Michael Thomas, no Latavius Murray now, uh, you know, whatever you want to say about him, but yeah, it's, this is not the same saints offense with the same firepower. Denver at the Giants. Uh, the Giants Ooh. are catching three at home, Tom, against Teddy Bridgewater. Um, over under of 42. Yeah, this game, uh, uh, like I said, the I said in the game hub, there's only one Giant I'm even considering playing for fantasy, and it's Saquon. Um, and, uh, I mean, with Denver, you know, we like Teddy, but th- this Giant defense can slow people down. I mean, it. Th- I, th- I understand this having the lowest total on the slate. I, I totally agree. It's not like this is, you know, these are two pretty good above average defenses. I think Denver is going to end up having one of the top five, top 10 defenses. Uh, they're pretty loaded in the secondary. I mean, it might be the best secondary in the league right now. Uh, Patrick Sertain can, uh, you know, play at a pretty high level right out of the gates here. You know, they're getting Vaughn Miller back to play cross from Bradley Chubb. I mean, that's, that's a formidable duo as well. So, um, you know, I, I understand why the money's been on the under here. I gave this out at two and a half. I gave out the Broncos at two and a half because I, I knew this game was going to three. I, you know, yeah. there, there, there just hasn't been much positive in terms of positive news coming out for the Giants here this summer. Uh, gave that out last week and it has climbed to three. And I, you know, I wouldn't, I don't think it will get to three and a half, but I, I wouldn't be totally surprised if it doesn't. There just has not been a lot of po- positive momentum for the Giants this um, yeah, It's actually been negative momentum. You know, Evan Ingram's not going to play. Um, uh, they're, by the way, the only other two tight ends on their roster are Caden Smith and Kyle Rudolph, and they both were banged up this week. They're both going to play, but still, Tom, yeah, um, yeah not, not a good uh, uh, read on that here. I will say this, though, Tom. Um, uh, Adore Jackson is questionable. Yes. And you might think that he's the speedier guy. Maybe he matches up with Jerry Judy while Bradbury gets Sutton. Judy lined at 49 and a half, Sutton lined at 48 and a half. Any interest there? Yeah, I do. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm back in uh, two, two uh, fantasy points guys here uh, right in the first game here. I th- thought their numbers were both pretty low in, in Judy and Javante Williams. Uh, Javante was sitting at 35 and a half. Um, Pelvin Gordon number Gordon's number was at uh, 49 and a half 50. I mean, the books think that Melvin Gordon's the lead back here. Uh, I don't think he is, but we'll find uh, out. I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll play some games here on Sunday. We'll, we'll find out for sure. You like but I the Javante? Yes. I, I like the Javante at 35 and a half, but yeah. And Judy too. I, I'm with you, Joe. Um, I would, that Javante one's juicy, baby. Yeah. 49 and a half. I, I, I'm with you. I think if Bradbury, if they do travel, if they do match up, I think he's probably the better fit for Cortland Sutton. And uh, that, that could lead to a lot of Judy action here this week, this weekend. Uh, yeah. What did you, what did you get Javante at? 35 and a half. All right. I, 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 gave out. 
I, I'm seeing a 37 at my shitty book, and I'm still taking that's it. Not, that's not bad. Uh, now, I, I mean, I, what if he gets 15 carries in this game? He might. Yeah, I, I, I think his, his carries were sitting at like 11 and a half or something like that. I, you know, I thought that was a, another one that could be looked at. But yeah, I think he's going to be, uh, I think he's going to lead this backfield. I think it's right out of the gates. I, you know, I think I'll split up carries, but. Uh, I don't I mean, agree with I don't I don't agree with the 15 yard difference between Javante and Melvin Gordon. Now, I'm showing much. a 10 yard difference, but I okay. I would probably have it the other way. <laughs> that's ex- that's exactly how I thought of it. I, yeah. I thought Javante should have been in the high 40s and Melvin Gordon should have been in the mid 30s, but uh, so it is reversed here. I, I took the under in that Green Bay New Orleans game, and I just hit Javante Williams over the over the 47 and a half here. So. uh uh, 37, 37 and a half. Yeah, that's what I took that. Uh, Chicago at LA. Uh, LA laying eight at home. Tom, here's another. If I'm playing, I'm laying. And uh, I mean, the vibes on the Bears are just not good right now. Uh, everybody's just waiting for Andy Dalton to take over. Uh, 46 and a half the total. This is the way I view it. And 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 I'm going to use the technical term, the scientific term. I think Sean McVay wants okay. to fucking rip it out on, in this game. I mean, I, I, I that, that's the way I look at it. This is like, this is the guy who like, the his wife has finally told him you can buy a motorcycle. <laughs> and he's going to take it for a damn spin. And it might not be a good idea, but he's going to do it anyway. And I, th- I think they're going to come out here and I think, I think the Rams are going to impress on Sunday night football. That's just my. Yeah, I'm with you here. I'm only, I can only lay here. I only can lay the seven and a half. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm showing an eight now, by the way. Yeah, I I was going to say, I I don't think it will get to 10, but you know, with the, uh, you know, the teasers, they're, they're going to want to build in some insurance here. It's probably going to creep up to the nine point range here by the end of the weekend, you know, especially, uh, you know, if some of the favorites start covering uh, early in the day on uh, Sunday, they're going to want because the money's going to be coming in on the Rams. But I did like the – I gave it out uh, under 47 and a half. Um, Harris going to have trouble putting points on the board. And, exactly. and by the way, you read the market because it's come down. It's 46 and a half now. Yeah, it's been a weird line. It, I think it started at 45. It got all the way up to 47 and a half, and it's coming back down towards 45. So – uh, it's been bound, pinging around here a little bit. It's coming back towards the original number. Not surprised at it. It got a little bit inflated there at 47 and a half. Um, I, I just, these two teams, these three, these two teams have played uh, over the last three years with these coaching staffs and they've, they've, they've averaged going under the total by 18 points. I, uh, I include that in my stats and trends. It's a, uh, this has been two teams, but obviously, New quarterbacks here. Jared Goff was there. Uh, you know, Mitch Trubisky was the quarterback for the, the Bears, but I don't think the Bears got much of an upgrade. And, uh, you know, Stafford, you know, maybe he's a two touchdown upgrade maybe over Jared Goff. So maybe we'll still go under. Uh, you know, we'll get a 24 14 game here or something. Uh, I could easily see something like that happening. Yeah. Any props you, you like in this game? I gave out Montgomery uh, 53 and a half. I'm starting to regret that one a little bit. If <laughs> it does get yeah. lopsided, but. I, I do think they're going to be committed to running him. Um, they have to you know, be. I, yeah, exactly. I, I don't think they want to overexpose Dalton. Um, I, I think he's going to get, you know, 15-plus carries. Maybe that's the way I should have looked was, uh, you know, the number of carries he gets. But, I, I you know, if if McVeigh does whip his schlong out, uh, <laughs> you know, I do get a little bit worried that he could get over that if the, the script gets way too negative. But. Now, 
I'm going to admit, I am higher on Daryl Henderson than the rest of the staff. Um, I just feel like, I, I think they got insurance with Michelle, but Kaplan, Cosell, Hanson, and even Adam Schefter told us, Tom, they think Sony Michelle is going to be the lead back here. He's at 34 and a half to 52 and a half for Daryl Henderson. And I, I'm staying away from that. I just wanted to throw that out there for posterity. Yeah. Well, the way I'm looking at that, Joe, I think it might be more, if, you know, Michelle's coming in two weeks, you know, doesn't have the full playbook down. You know, they, I could see them, you know, the, he, he probably has packages for this game, you know, maybe even the first couple of weeks. So, I mean, this is an opportunity for Henderson. I mean, you know, obviously we've, you know, it's not great that they go out and trade for Michelle, but it's know. not like he's off the roster. I mean, you no, know. he's going to, and you know, if he's, if Michelle's going to have just packages here for the first week or two, or maybe the first three weeks or so, uh, you know, and Henderson goes out and shows them that, you know, he kind of is the guy, uh, you know, it could change the dynamic of this backfield a little bit. So this, this is kind of a big game for him. Um, yeah. I'm not betting those lines. I'm just like, no. you know, that, that, that's one where like, I just, I do want to see it develop. And you know, Tom, I, I unfortunately Andy Dalton starting that game, but I, like, I am going to be very interested to watch that Rams team on national television. There's no two ways about it. I'm gonna be yeah. Yeah. I just wish it was a better opponent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just worried it could be a snooze fest. Fest with uh, Andy Dalton in prime time. Andy Dalton, oh, like the like. By, by the way, have you seen like basically everybody at like ESPN pick Matthew Stafford to win the MVP? Like, I mean, like th- there's no sneaky Matthew Stafford MVP buzz. It's all the way out there right now. Yeah, yeah. I think he was uh 14 or 16 to one this summer. Didn't you know? I'm a Stafford there. guy, and he does have haters. I would like to see Stafford, Tom you know, have himself a good year. Oh, I would too. Yeah. He, he was in a brutal spot there with an organization that wasn't going anywhere. And realize how fun this guy could be to watch. Cause he's got Mahomesian arm talent. And like, mm-hmm. it just feels like Mahomes has just gotten a better draw than Matthew Stafford. You know, like it just, he's got, he's got some arm talent. There's no two ways, but I think he's going to be fun to watch. I think people are going to enjoy him. And as somebody who backed Robert Woods all goddamn off season, I mean, I I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. All right, Tom, we're going to wrap it up here with Monday. Monday night in the desert. Baltimore goes to Vegas. L.A., uh, excuse me, Vegas catching four at home, an over-under of 50. And, I mean, I, I I don't know how much this affects the, the betting here, Tom, but, I mean, we have to acknowledge the, the just utter disaster that is the Ravens running back room right now. Oh, yeah, it's just a – Total debacle right now. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go a little bit more pass heavy in this game. It looks like the lines are kind of shaded that way, but, um, you know, they're going to be running with Tyson Williams, who, you know, he was a yeah undrafted free agent. DraftKings doesn't even have a single Ravens rushing prop. That's not Lamar, by the way. No, yeah, they're, they're waiting to see how that backfield kind of materializes here a little bit. Uh, sounds like Latavius Murray's going to be in the mix. Devonte Freeman, like it, it's a mess back there for him. But you know, this is usually a backfield that does produce. So whoever does kind of grab that lead position is going to be in a spot to put up some fancy production. But uh, no lines this week for for the backfield in terms of uh, rushing production. But uh, this right. this line has you know it, it ticked down here. It was sitting at four and a half. Uh, I did grab a four and a half yesterday when the news came out, uh, but it looks like it's rebounded a little bit. It got down to three and a half. 
kind of across the board uh, this morning, but it's 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 rebounded back up to this four point range. So not you know they're not giving the old. I mean, uh, we lost both Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters is probably the bigger one for the points for um, By the way, uh, Wes Huber pointed out that this team plays a shit ton of cover zero. The Ravens, mm-hmm. like, come beat us. Now, maybe they'll be a little bit more conservative that they don't have Marcus Peters, who is aggressive in and of himself. How about one that you might not uh, expect? How about Henry Ruggs over longest reception of 19 and a half yards? Woo! Going there. All he needs is one catch for that. That might be the top part for him, though. Yeah. <laughs> the one catch. <laughs> he get the one catch. <laughs> He's a guy I did not get it in on. I, I, I was not on the – I didn't draft him. Party. I don't think I drafted him once. We have yeah. him, I have him in our dynasty league. That's enough for me. Yeah, I, I, uh, I got mostly shares of Waller and Brian Edwards late in drafts. Uh, but, yeah, I, I could see that. You know, and they're, like you said, they are an aggressive defense. They're going to take risks, so – uh, you know, that, that puts him up. That's a for, one catcher. Know, that's a one catcher. Like, you know, if he catches the ball, it's going to be for 20 yards. So, yeah. Um, anyway, just, just throwing that one out there to you, Tom. Uh, and do you have any lean on the side or the total here? I, 50 does seem a little bit high to me. Uh, I, I, I grabbed the four and a half of the Raiders uh, yesterday after okay. this came out. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I just feel like it's a lot for the, you know, the, the Ravens, uh, you know, it's been a it's been a very difficult last mentally, two or three weeks. Mentally yeah. firm. Like, I mean, one of these home dogs is gonna is gonna win outright. Like, I mean, yeah. it's gonna happen. We're talking. Um, uh, I mean, I don't think Detroit's winning, but we're talking. Uh, you know, Houston. You know, laugh all you want. It's Jacksonville. They can beat Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Indy. Um, uh, the Giants. Giants uh, the the Raiders. One of those teams is gonna win if not more. I, but I mean, I understand why they're home dogs. Don't get me wrong. Um, that Las Vegas crowd has been waiting a long time for that yeah. first home game too. They, uh, no fans were, you know, obviously allowed into their new stadium yeah. there last year. So I, I, I would that, not be shocked if the Raiders won on Monday night, Tom. I would not. I mean, there's just been no positive momentum for the, the uh, Ravens I mean, the last couple I mean, of weeks. Let's even, even like Lamar with the COVID shit, like, you know, like I mean, he's he's got a deal, but not yeah, the receivers were all out of camp. I mean, yeah. they were building no kind of rapport with the, the receivers. I, I, I mean, mean, just like yeah, just just <clears throat> like I mean, are they as, like everybody always just views the Ravens as just like oh they're going to be there, and they might be, they might be there at the end of the year, sitting there at eleven and six and going to the playoffs. But I don't think we ever acknowledge them as a bad vibes team, but as a team had worse vibes in the last three weeks than Baltimore it's uh the giants that's the only other team that's oh, the giants have just have just been in shit vibes since may i mean yes what, uh, yeah um the ravens are certainly uh, i think they're at the top of the hill right now yeah, you, i might convince myself to take the put a little we'll bit see of, how it plays a couple of bucks on that money line there for them for the there ravens. monday night national television first home game at the new stadium yeah, uh, in front yeah. of home crown uh yeah all right Gruden's ready. Yeah, and Gruden. By the way, the thing is, is like it's it, it's like that team just hasn't gotten out of its own way because when you watch Gruden coach Tom, I feel like he's he does a pretty good job when you when you just analyze him in game and you're like, man, he's doing some cool shit out there. It's just like they haven't gotten out of their way with like personnel decisions. Yes, that that's been, that's yeah. been the major hangup. I mean, they've made every wrong possible wrong decision in the first round here the last couple of years and overdrafting guys that you know even like Alex Leatherwood was you know he was a mid-second round pick for 
for most people, and they drafted him. Right, uh, not like you drafted a bad player. No, just yeah. just reaching on guys. Yeah. So, All right. <clears throat> even Clellan Flarell, you know, Kel- Cle- uh, easy for me to say. I need more beer. <laughs> All right, well, that's what I was just about to say. Uh, go get a beer. I'm going to do an, an injury and a news sweep, and then I am going to watch Ted Lasso tonight, and then uh, – I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my night, Tom. I hope you had a good time. I had a good time talking through this. I like we feel like we bounced some ideas off of each other. Uh, make sure you check out the live streams on demand. If you missed the DFS live stream, you're gonna have Wes Huber uh, and, and uh, he's and Josh Chevalier. They're gonna be doing the uh, the fantasy points tailgate tomorrow for college DFS and betting. Tom and I will be back Sunday morning for the final points, and we're gonna be helping you set your lineups. I'll be in and out of Discord throughout the weekend. Um, uh, just keeping everything going. I hope you had a great first week here at Fantasy Points. Ben Kukanis, go get some rest, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow.